And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you again, the legendary John Bon Jovial folks. Thank you all for joining us once again. Glad to have you here for another hour of music. And whoever, whatever happens, who knows what's going to happen. It's, uh, it's one of those things we love about doing a show like this. We never know what's going to happen. And that way, we can't be blamed for whatever happens. It's not my fault, folks. <laughs> I feel like Steve Urkel, did I do that? <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, we're all here for music, mirth, merriment, and a little bit of madness along the way. And uh, this should do the trick, folks. We got a little electric chill pop for you from a group who call themselves Marxy and Vito DeVito. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Lightheaded. Would you let me have it? 
Marxie, and Vito DeVito. The song is lightheaded, and, uh, you know, we've discussed this in the past, uh, John Bon Jovial and uh, myself, and, and I hope you folks uh, had your uh, offered your own opinions, too, but it's uh, one of those new... Um, I don't know what you want to call them, but the, the new categories that they have for music now, it's uh, a subgenre of pop music, I guess. They call it electronic chill pop fusion. And it contains, this song contains every element, supposedly, that it takes to get you grooving and dancing and feeling good. And that's their description, not mine. It takes, they, they say it takes the listener on a musical journey with a down tempo electronic sound combined with a modern R&B style. Okay, I can't really disagree with that, but uh, it contains a, what they call an ear-gracing guitar riff and a groovy bass line, as well as an atmospheric beat. Now, the minimalistic production is kind of driven by a vocal that they say resonates with listeners. So, listeners, you be the judge, and let us know, uh, you know, the email is david at thedavidbowers.com. We'd love to hear from you. The release is a testament to their versatility as musicians, their innate talent and originality, their creativity. It is kind of a feel-good, uplifting sound uh, in a mellow sort of way with a production that'll have you kind of, they hope, wanting more. It's available right now at all digital stores. Marcy and Vito DeVito. It's called Lightheaded. John? Well, Musically, I like it. Well, that's one of the reasons that I uh, that I don't let you hear the music that's going to be on the show before you hear it on the show because I'd like to get your you know your shoot from the hip gut fire reaction the first time you hear it. And uh, if it happens to be you know if it's not your cup of tea, uh, hey, it, that that happens. I mean, let's face it, you can't please everybody all no, the time. No, you can't please everybody, um, and you can't please the participants of this show all the time. And and I meant that when I say that musically, I do like it. I like the composition of the music. I like the production values behind it. And I do like the way that they use the R&B. But as far as the vocals are concerned, I mean, yeah, they're not singing off key or anything. But to me personally, I like something that has a little bit more intensity to the vocals. Now, I realize that this genre, you're supposed to be laid back and all that. But you can... You can be laid back and still have some intensity and some dedication to what you're trying to do vocally. And, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't see it with this. Well, I'm glad you explained that because that was my next question. When you said you like it musically, I was going to ask you, you know, what your breakdown of the description is, how you define musically as opposed to whatever the counterpoint would have right. been. And you you just did an excellent job of explaining that. Now, you have to remember now that in today's modern pop music, we have all of these subgenres, and uh, this one is what they call chill pop, and that is exactly what it is. It's laid back, not as emotionally outpouring as a lot of the music that we're used to, I, I think they take, uh, you know, they take the uh, the genre that includes uh, people like Anya and others that have that that kind of mellow, uh, non-intrusive sound. I think they carry it one step further, and uh, that's where you get the what they call the chill pop. It's basically chill music. You're but chilling even, out. Even Anya has, uh, you know, who's extraordinarily polished and is very good. 
and she's a, she's very laid back in her vocals, yet uh, she's also, there seems to me, a dedication. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Well, and, no, and, and intensity, if you I, will, that, to the laid backedness of, of it all. Right. And that's what I was saying. This takes it another step or two beyond that. But uh, this is basically what you're not particularly fond of is exactly what they are trying to accomplish in this. They want a real chill sound where it's uh, about one step before you get to dream pop, which is kind of ethereal. And uh, in that respect, I think they probably achieved what they set out to do. Now, the fact that you don't personally care for that type of delivery, that's understandable. And uh, I'm glad that's what I want to hear. I like to get the different opinions uh, from you as well as from our listeners who will be writing and telling us all about it. And I should add that we have gotten several guests on the show over the years, uh, many of them, as a matter of fact, uh, as a direct or indirect result of the letters and uh, and notices that we get either online or through email uh, about artists that uh, the listeners are really charged up about. That's why we incorporated this feature of an opening song by someone other than our guests, because it does give us a chance to introduce more new music, new artists, and also get a feel for how the listeners feel and what they want to hear. So, uh, yeah, definitely let us know what you feel. Don't feel, uh, you know, don't feel that you have to like everything we play and don't feel that you can't write us and say, hey, you know, I didn't really care for that. But uh, appreciate all of the uh, comments we get uh, from uh, our listeners on the music and artists that we have on the show. And speaking of the artists that we have on the show, it's probably time that we moved along to our first guest right after we thank Mary Perry, who's an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York. And she underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio for all of our listeners up there in the beautiful city of Rochester, home of Eastman Kodak. Also, thanks to our friends at uh, Rochester Free Radio itself because they're a great bunch up there. And uh, we also want to say hello to the listeners who listen by way of uh, the House of Guitars in Rochester, which is a a great place to visit even if you're not looking to buy an instrument or anything because they've got so many souvenirs of uh, rock and roll music, uh, guitars and suits and things that have been used and owned by many of the artists. Check it out if you're ever in Rochester, New York. And we are going to move on right now because our first guest is sitting, standing, waiting, just waiting for us to shut up and play the music so she can come in there and talk to us. So right now, this is Ginny Terry with One Tear Too Many.
One tear too many. That's the girl who calls herself Ginny Terry, and here she is to say hello to you. Hello, Ginny. Hello, David Bowers. How are you this evening? Doing just great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And the world-famous John Bon Jovial? Yep, that's me. And the world-famous legendary John Bon Jovial? Yeah, we, 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 we keep waiting for the cease and desist letter. It hasn't come yet, though. <laughs> that's when we that's when we'll know we've made the big time yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> Jenny, that's when you'll know those people are listening <laughs> exactly definitely Ginny, <laughs> that tune we just played by you i want to touch mm -hmm. on one thing now if i've got sure. if i got the information correctly that was written by uh, a gentleman with some rather impressive cribs a guy by the name of jeff dayton who is a singer, songwriter, guitarist, band leader, and he's worked with uh, some of the other bigs besides you, uh, people like Campbell and Nelson and Chesney, and uh, mm -hmm. that's a good track he's got. Did you get to work with him personally on it, or was this something that was somehow given to you to go ahead and do? Uh, yes. No. Yes. Um, I did not get okay. to work with him personally, no, but the, the song was pitched to me by the, you know, by my producer and mm -hmm. I just fell in love with it right away. And, you know, fortunately had access to all kinds of wonderful music from just a wide variety of, of songwriters. And so he's just one of the cream of the crop that, that we got to use. And I, I'm just thrilled to death. I just love that song. I don't. You know, I, I can't imagine why you feel that way. <laughs> yes, great tune. <laughs> I like it. And uh, one of the things that I know uh, John Bon Jovi likes about it, too, other than the fact that you don't use auto-tune, which he can't stand, but That's it's true. the fact that it <laughs> it goes back it goes back to real country music. It's not, to, and I'm not putting down, you know, there are people who like the pop-oriented and the modern country, but there's a lot to be said for what I call classic country, and this is a good example of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, there are uh, several of the songs that I recorded. I mean, that, that well, it's one of my favorite genres, obviously, so uh, I try to have that in there as much as I can. There's a, probably a couple of songs on my album that are, you know, a little more pop-oriented, but um, sure. I would say the vast majority of them are pretty pretty straight, kind of standard country songs because that's what I love to do. Nothing wrong with you that. Know. Now, well, and the storytelling of... is so great. I I find is really what draws me to that. I think to that yeah. particular genre is I really like the storytelling. Agreed. There. Now, one of the questions that uh, we like to ask guests that are on the show the first time, and you'll find out down the road that once you're here, you're stuck. You're part of our family, and uh, we try to keep in touch and, you know, know what you're doing, see where you're going and everything. But uh, one of the things I'd like to ask right up front is tell us a little bit about Ginny Terry, uh, where she came from, how she got where she is today, so the audience gets to know you. Okay. Well, it's a little like a country song in itself. Uh, <laughs> I had actually a, a very nomadic upbringing and uh so being able to sing actually made it a little easier for me to fit in and kind of get noticed you know when i would be starting a, as a new kid in a new school in a new town every couple of years so um then when i was well, i was actually born in massachusetts but for the most part i was raised in california now i'm in kentucky 
Um, uh, but so when I was <laughs> oh, it is, and then there's you know other states in between, but those are that's probably the high the high points. Trust <laughs> but, me, we can readily identify with that. <laughs> but when I was about eight years old, actually, my mom was married to a professional drummer, and so that's about the time that I started getting up on stage at the VFW and singing, you know. Oh, goodness, Silver Wings and House of the Rising Sun, which I'm sure must have been pretty amusing for an eight-year-old. But at the time, I thought I was something. So <laughs> I've pretty much just been doing that ever since. Fantastic. That's, uh, as I said, we can identify with the nomadicism, if I may uh, kind of coin a phrase there, because both John and I have been, uh, well, we've done a little bit of the nomad stuff ourselves. I've done the, the outer half of the country from... Uh, from Maine to California and back again. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. John, well, he stretched it out a little bit further. He was uh, uh, from Massachusetts to Florida to California to Alaska. He's been yeah, all over the place. I was up place. in Alaska so, for yeah, a while, sort of and, uh, Reno, Nevada, yeah. Albuquerque, Seattle. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, oh, nice. it, it is a nomadic life, that is for certain. And uh, being, yes, yeah. being you know, a terrestrial radio, uh, at least as David and I knew it, uh, was mm-hmm. a very nomadic lifestyle. You couldn't take a vacation because if you did, by the time oh, and you were always looking for your next job. Yeah, and by the time you got back, <laughs> you know the GM would have filled your position with somebody else that had been looking for a gig and was willing to work for less money. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> true story. That's a, yeah. a, true story. I think it was a, a a quote from a. I think it was a Drew Brees biography that I read several years ago. But the key takeaway for me was. Never let the other guy see the field. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you come really. back and don't have a job anymore. <laughs> yeah. Although it worked out really well for him, but however, that's well, a, I had, yeah. I had a little built-in help in my career because, uh, especially in the formative years, in other words, the first half of my radio career, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a little wild and crazy, and I kind of, I kind of sometimes a incentivized little? my bosses to find. <laughs> really, I kind of sometimes incentivized <laughs> my bosses to find a replacement for me. So uh, <laughs> I can, uh, I can look at both sides of that discussion. Well, Jenny, you know, you came to us through our friend Jill at Nashville Entertainment Weekly, and we thank her so much. We got to meet some great talent through her and uh i understand you just signed with them i believe in may wasn't it yes 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 and she and her husband tj have been keeping me hopping ever since so they've been really pretty fantastic and and getting the word out there and setting up interviews and i mean they i i think i don't even think the ink was dry yet and they had you know, here's the next six things that you're going to do in the next four days. So I hope you have time to do it. I'm like, okay, we're in. Well, at least so, at least they yeah, said, I hope you have the time. <laughs> oh, that, that's awesome. Really, that's that's the ideal thing. That's you. You just uh, you just made a sales pitch here for uh, for the gang down there at the Nashville Entertainment Weekly because all up and coming artists are looking for mm-hmm. people who do that who can, you know. When I sign with you, are you going to get me something? And they immediately have you doing things. John Bon Jovial, you had a comment. Yeah, well, you know, first of all, I haven't had a chance to say it formally yet, Jenny, but welcome to the show. We are awfully glad that you are here with us today. 
I want to just kind of go back a little bit to One Tear Too Many. Uh, it's the first mm-hmm. time I've heard the song. Uh, David purposely uh, keeps the music from me so he can get an honest opinion. Uh, I, for much of my radio career, jock country music, uh, traditional country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me Ferlin Husky any day and I'll be happy. Uh, mm-hmm. But I uh, like rock <laughs> yeah, I, I really like what you're doing with this song because to me it it brings back the lost art of line dancing and just that upbeat, really happy music that you can take the syrup and cut it with a knife. It's that country. And uh, and I personally want to thank you for doing that because it the traditional country music, while you know still is popular, uh, it is starting to go the way of the dodo bird eventually because the millennials now are listening to the, you know the 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 pop country which is you know that's fine you know I, I have no problem with that but mm-hmm. uh, you know this stuff the George Joneses of the world and and now I'm going to add Jenny uh, Terry's of the world to that are keeping that art form alive and I am grateful that you are wow that is quite an honor thank you very much well i didn't mean um, it that way but i, I, I really mean it i, I really George do mean Jones it used in the same sentence so <laughs> that's yeah. fantastic hey. <laughs> i i greatly appreciate it no and 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 you know and you're talking about it being upbeat and sweet and you know but if you kind of go in there and listen to the words it's like you know somebody's still getting it handed to them yep. and so i kind of oh, like yeah. that <laughs> yeah no <laughs> question off, that's you know, on <laughs> the lyric of that song itself isn't uh, upbeat and happy, but I, I think what he was referring to is the mm-hmm. is the musical uh, feel of the song. It, oh yeah, it's got that country feel that j- you just feel comfortable with. Oh yes, I mean, and and like I had said earlier, I mean that's exactly what had drawn me to it. You know, I do very much enjoy the the storytelling that goes on. I like that you can, mm-hmm. you know, have a song like that, a little bit tongue-in-cheek. It's still a, a serious topic, but a little tongue-in-cheek, and you can have some fun sure. with the music and walk away smiling, and and it's all good. And I, I was fortunate to just have extraordinary uh, musicians on that track, which, you know, that helps immensely also. Um, anyway, I just, I can't really say enough about it i just have have i just loved it right out of the shoot like i said and was so excited to be able to do it i can understand that and uh when you're talking about uh when you're talking about tongue-in-cheek uh, i want people to listen to the next track because talking about tongue-in-cheek <laughs> that next track does that for you too you're mentioning the musicians on this particular track that we just played one tier too many let's give mm-hmm. them their due who were they Oh, absolutely. Um, we've got Jeff King on uh, lead guitar, um, and you may recognize him from, mm-hmm. oh, pretty much any Reba McIntyre song you've ever heard. So right. that's who uh, he, but, well, last I knew, anyway, he was still playing for her on the road and in the studio. I uh, had uh, Mike Johnson on pedal steel, Stephen Brewster mm-hmm. on drums, Jimmy Nichols on the keyboards, uh, Duncan Mullins on bass guitar and Bobby Terry doing all the acoustic magic. Um, and I mean, those are just, just A-list guys. You go look them up and you're going to find that you've heard them on practically everything you've ever heard on the radio. So Absolutely. it was really just phenomenal a- to be able to get that, that quality of, of, uh, musicians well, I, in there. I, 
I know what you mean. I, I flash back to my childhood and hearing, uh, you know, uh, Boots Randolph, for example, on the coasters, mm-hmm. uh, Yakety Yak, and then finding mm-hmm. out some of the other music that he did, all genres. And uh, you talk about studio musicians uh, that have gone on to make a big name for themselves, and you've got a uh, you've got a, a list there yourself of uh, some that our kids may be listening to in another five or ten years. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it, it's great to have that kind of support and uh, well, a little something you can be proud of, too, because let's face it, not everybody gets to do that. Oh, very much. Very much so. I'm, I'm very grateful. And I can understand that. Now, before we let you go, two things. We want to talk about the song that's coming up. But first, I want to give you a chance to do some self-promotion here. Tell the folks how they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, etc. Okay. Well, I do have a website, JinnyTerryMusic.com. Uh, uh, I've got kind of a fledgling YouTube page, also Jenny uh, Terry Music. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Jenny Terry Music. Twitter, I'm at G Terry Music. Um, <clears throat> All of the songs, well, this one and the next one you're going to, and I do have a third one out also, but those are all available on all the streaming services, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio. If you can think of it, that's where they are. So Wherever good music is played. Go check them out. That's right. Check them out. Download it. Stream it. Share it with your friends, please. <laughs> Fantastic, and I want to add one thing to that, if I may, folks. Be sure and spell her name correctly, because she spells Ginny, G-I-N-N-I-E, and Terry, of course, T-E-R-R-Y, but remember the G-I-N-N-I-E, or you will have trouble finding her. (laughs) You're really (laughs) welcome now. Thank you very much for pointing that out. I appreciate it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I was, was, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I was named after my grandmother, and uh, that spelling came with the name, so. <laughs> Very good, and an honor that is in itself. Now, if you would, in the time we have left, tell us about this next track we're going to play, because I know as soon as we mention the title, Talking Dirty, there are going to be some people raising their eyebrows. <laughs> well, again, a nice play on words. It really is just a fun song. It's just a fun song. Um, well, goodness, it's a fun song. I feel like that's about it. It's got a, just a terrific intro. Um, the Eddie Kilgallen was the producer and he just did a phenomenal job with the, uh, arrangement and again with the terrific musicians and it was just a blast. And when you hear it, it's like you can, I don't have a video for it, but you can completely visualize one and I would make very your much own. Like exactly. That in the future. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think everyone will just enjoy it. It's a great kind of summertime song uh, kind of a fall song if you want to think about it that way and and i think everyone will enjoy it it's just a great fun just a great just a great fun song fun song thank you so much jenny we're so glad you had the time and spent your time coming in here and chatting with us talking about your music and everything we look forward to hearing from you again and hey maybe hitting you back again in the not too far distant future i want to thank you sincerely jenny Jenny Terry, ladies and gentlemen, and here's the song we were talking about, Talking Dirty. Under the hood of his black Corvette. 
Thank you very much there. Ginny Terry talking dirty. And that one leans a little bit more towards the pop country we were talking about. So it, it's kind of nice to know that an artist like Ginny uh, like can do both ways. We'll, we'll do the pop country as well as the classic country. And I agree with you, John. There's still a place for what we call classic or traditional country music. And uh, I'm really thrilled that artists are still contributing to that subgenre, if you will. There just seems to be so many classifications and genres anymore. It's hard to keep track of, but uh, that's the that's the world we live in. Thank you very much, Jenny Terry, and we do look forward to hearing from her in the future because I think she's got a lot to say and she's got a lot more music to share with us. John Bon Jovio? Yeah, I just wanted to mention real quick, just to change subjects for a moment before we brought Jenny uh, in, I, I wanted to... Um acknowledge a, a very sad passing this week. Uh, we lost one of my musical heroes, Jerry Jeff Walker. And I uh, just wanted Absolutely. to send uh, my condolences and, and the whole everybody here at the show, we want to send our condolences out to the family because he was a, um, a supremely talented and very underrated performer. Um, and uh, he is he is the one that is credited with starting the so-called outlaw country uh, movement. And so our hearts go out to uh, Jerry Jeff Walker's family. And uh, I know that for a couple of days I've been listening to his music and getting somewhat nostalgic. Absolutely. I understand completely. And uh, it's, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because he was, uh, he was a part not only of the music world and the country music world, but especially instrumental in the uh, in the outlaw movement, uh, which started what in the really started in the late '60s with uh, guys like Waylon Jennings, among others, and they really developed in the '70s and '80s to uh, where it encompassed uh, even some of the some of the mainstream artists. Very That's good, right. and yes, That's right. uh, he will be missed, a uh, giant in the industry. Thank you very much for that. And we are going to move on to our next guest, who is a return guest. Uh, she was here uh, most recently back in April when she introduced her album Tempest, uh, which we uh, played here, well, we played a couple of tracks from uh, right here on the David Bowers Award. She goes by the name of Charlie Tate, and she's got, uh, she's got a new tune I think you're really going to like. And uh, we're going to be playing that in a few minutes after we talk with her. Right now, I want to uh, let you listen to this, because this was one of the tracks that uh, she introduced back in April when she was here. It's called Light Strands. Bye. 
Charlie Tate, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome her back. Hello, Charlie. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me again. Oh, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure to have you. We love having our family come visit us. And uh, as we told you, uh, every time you've been on in the past, once you're on the show, you're part of our family. So welcome aboard and uh, just sit back, relax, and uh, let's chat for a little while. How are things been going for you? You look like you've been busy since you uh, since you released that album back in the spring yeah tempest uh still promoting it still going through it and uh keeping busy as you said it's it's been fun to uh connect with people on social media and and spread the word about my newest work and i honestly i kind of feel like it's been a blink of an eye that this year just feels that way i guess well, between between your having stayed busy, staying in touch with your fans, which I think is just so important. I love it when an artist does that. And then, of course, 
this other little situation that we've been having for the last eight months or so and uh, doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Uh, between all of that, yeah, I can see where uh, it, the time does feel like it's flown. I know it feels that way for me too. And uh, of course, I was I was out for a few uh, for a few weeks there. <laughs> I had the uh, had my own case of the uh, corona, and uh, unfortunately, uh, the actual problem was about a week or so. But it uh, seemed like it took me forever to recover. It seems that's one of the things that's inherent with that bug is uh, it takes you a month or two to get your strength back and uh, get back on your feet afterwards, which is really, really a drag. Other than that, the case I had wasn't much worse than the normal flu, but uh, be that as it may, I've been keeping busy too. I, I tend to go off on a tangent here, but this is your stage. We want to, we want to talk to you. Now you've got some, uh, You've got some new music. I know we're going to be introducing a new track here in uh, just a few minutes. What else have you got going in the future here? Well, let's see. I uh, I, I need to start doing some some live streams desperately. I can't wait to do some uh, kind of you know off the cuff improvised performances like that, where awesome. it's really raw and. Just, yeah. Even if it's just super simple, I, I think that's what everyone's doing. You know, even if they're not in a studio and it's not right. totally professional, I think part of the magic is just getting in front of that camera and just singing or performing away. And that's that's what makes it feel more genuine and authentic. And I agree with uh, you a thousand percent. Yeah. There, I've talked with other artists about the similar thing. As a matter of fact, it was going to be one of my next questions if you were planning on doing that. John Bon Jovi, your thoughts? Well, I really like what, you know, of course, just about everything that you do, Charlie, you know, I really like. I mean, the, the song uh, that we just listened to, uh, Light Strands, uh, I know I've heard it before and have always had a thing for it. And, of course, you've got, you know, such a good voice. Aww. And thank you for not using auto-tune. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> Because yeah, it's readily I, apparent I that you don't. Yeah, it's readily <laughs> apparent that you don't have to, which is refreshing. Um, but not, you know, just just keep doing what you're doing. I, you know, I, I think that as long as you do that, well, you, you know, regardless, you'll always have a place here. But I think also you're going to find a lot of people are going to start taking notice of you more so than already have, and I know quite a few people already have. Uh, really, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I have really nothing else to offer other than the fact that I just, I love what you do and I, and I really, really hope that you'll keep doing it. Thanks. Oh <laughs> yeah. I will, I will never quit for sure. And it's no, funny. Don't ever, don't you know, ever that do that. Been with me. <laughs> it's been with me forever. I mean, I, I think I first wrote that song probably 15 or more years ago and it started as a ballad right. and then I double timed it and it it's been through several iterations it got played on a radio station in San Diego some years back and yeah it's just it seems to just kind of follow me <laughs> no matter where my music goes so it's kind of fun it's funny how songs will do that we've had other artists say something similar as a matter of fact one of the more recent ones uh was the uh, Smith sisters when they were on uh, their current release was something that uh, they had written, I don't know, a long time ago, and it had just laid there. We had a uh, uh, the uh, Pondhawks, who were on last week, had a song that had been kicking around for several years, and all of a sudden, uh, 
I don't know if it was Mario or uh, Jory, one of the two, uh, got the bug. Wait a minute, that would be perfect for the uh, for the pandemic situation, and they wound oh, wow. up making perfect strange or uh, making Invisible Stranger a recovery from the pandemic song. So yes, I know exactly what you're talking about there with a, yeah. a song that has sat around for so many years, and all of a sudden, boom, it pops up and it's found a place in your in your career and uh, that's yeah. a beautiful song I, I love that song i'm glad that you selected that as the opening song for uh for your segment here today because i do i love that song yeah. it's just Thanks. it's just one you can sit back and listen to forever now what else have you got coming up here now you've you've mentioned that you want to do some live streams and we're definitely look forward to that so give us a note give us a heads up when you're going to do that so we can help spread sure. the word but w- what else have you got on the uh, on the burner for well, from the next year or so well actually i've got something pretty exciting and i i can't say too much about it but i did a i've done a number of collaborations over the years with a lot of uh club djs and uh dance producers and techno producers and i did some uh lyrics and vocals for uh one of these buddies of mine it was actually a couple years ago and he was, I think, trying to get this track as part of a compilation, and for some reason it never panned out. But he's actually mm-hmm. going to be reducing or releasing uh, some work <laughs> on his own, <laughs> reducing, and uh, and he is going to include that track. And I'm super excited about it. So I don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but uh, that's that's going to be a great opportunity to to reconnect with him and maybe do some more work with him and, and see how that goes. It's, it's going to be more sort of a throwback to the stuff I used to do, which is very dancey and sort of, you know, right. club remix. That's the stuff I, I really grew up on. So I, I really love just the instrumentation of a song. He's got a great style. And uh, I, I've actually started writing a lot of material. I, I know a lot of artists have in this last six or nine months, as you said. Uh, I know a lot of them have written and released things just totally spur of the moment because of what we've all been going through. And I've been writing sure. a lot. So I wouldn't doubt that I have something maybe next year or towards the end of next year, maybe a whole new release. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. We'll definitely be looking forward to that one. And again, Keep in touch. Let us know what's going on when you can, so we can uh, we can help share yeah. the word and uh, uh, get people uh, lined up waiting for it. Because we, you know, we love to do that with our guests. Just follow what's going on and help them with their future work as far as getting the word out to people. So, and we have that uh, that page on uh, Facebook is one of the pages we use oh, yeah. because our groups page there. The David Bowers Awards groups page is open to artists. You can post your own news and information on there. Anything to do with your career and your music, it's there, and we'll pick it up and uh, and send it on to our other uh, social media sites. Now, we have about one minute left, Charlie. I want you to tell us about this song we're going to be playing next, In Your Presence. All right, so In Your Presence, it is actually the last track on my album, Tempest, and it is actually the only song on the album that is quite old. I wrote it years and years ago. It's very much a spiritual song, 
and I thought it would be a great bookend closer for the album, but uh, it's a little bit more commercial, a little bit more radio-ready, and it's essentially how I would give up everything that I love on this planet just for a glimpse of the Almighty. So that's what it's about, and I hope that, uh, that it sparks some inspiration and some hope with all the stuff going on right now. Absolutely, and uh, I think it's a perfect bookend closer for the show as well. Thank you so much, Charlie, for being here once again. And as always, do keep in touch with us so we can help uh, share your good news and music. Thank you again. Thanks. I'll let you know. Thanks. I love what you guys do for me. Thanks, guys. And we can't wait to hear about this possible collaboration coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Tate, and here she is with In Your Presence. Something 
in your presence. That's Charlie Tate right here on the David Bowers Awards. We thank our guests, Charlie Tate and Ginny Terry, so much for coming and spending time with us and sharing their music and stories today. For those of you listening on Rochester Free Radio on Saturday, be sure and stay tuned for Rockin' Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble. He's been doing some really interesting stuff lately and uh, some great music. Also, speaking of great music, Armin Spins later on Rochester Free Radio with Armin and Eric Schaubert. And uh, Armin has a knack for finding some great music that has fallen between the cracks with the dust that I forgot to sweep out. And uh, you'll hear some stuff that... Uh, You've probably never heard before, but some great music there also. They're both on Rochester Free Radio. For the rest of you who aren't listening on there and are listening to us on podcast, thank you so much. We'll be back again next week when our scheduled guests will be John Bento back with a, a stunning new track that he has out and uh, Carmen Mills. That's next week on the David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial. Take us home. Yes, sir. Well, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards radio show extravaganza, and we are grateful for your participation today. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and please join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM, that's 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and of course, Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. Until next week for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously, wonderfully geeky engineer, I am yours truly the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying please be kind to each other go out and vote, wash your hands keep your distance, listen to your mother and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.